Hello, welcome to Chief Wellbeing Officer. I'm Stephen McGregor. This is episode 47, Belonging with Potri Realita, Global Director of Culture Engagement and Inclusive Diversity at Danone. Welcome back. Uh, wanting to mix up the introduction a little bit, and if you're listening on the audio-only version, I'm here on video with my dog, Teddy, and I felt that that fit with the theme of belonging. You know, belonging, we feel that we belong at home, we feel we belong with our family members, and when I've been travelling and then I come home, or when I've been out, even for a couple of hours, and I come back to to Teddy, then I feel that I belong, and I think that's important. And belonging, of course, is a huge element of well-being. It's interesting, Potri, she doesn't work in well-being per se, but very similar to episode 44 with Stephen DeSalza, a lot of what she does, I think, touches in this realm of well-being, looking at diversity and inclusion, culture, engagement, belonging, psychological safety, all of these things are very important for well-being. And even when I think of when I first met Putri on a high potential programme with, with Danone in 2011, I taught a course on well-being uh, called Sustaining Executive Performance in Singapore and Indonesia. And it was very much focused on sleep and nutrition and some of these very important areas of well-being. But then subsequently looking at belonging and safety and psychological safety and uh, purpose, which of course just as important for well-being, some of these broader notions I think Teddy wants down now. <laughs> um, and, and, and so this discussion that looks at this broader notion, I think, of well-being, and you know, does it really matter if we call it well-being or not, as long as it has a presence within an organisation? And as Putri also talks about in the interview, then the understanding of well-being also will depend on where you are in the world, because there is also a strong culture of how work takes place in different parts of the world. And I think just a final comment before I let you listen to the main conversation is the issue of what she feels we need most of all coming out of the pandemic, and that regards relationships. Um, I was really thinking, do we call the episode Relationships instead of Belonging? Because it was such a great point that I think that she made. Um, but I hope you find that one interesting in the rest of the conversation. Thanks for joining me again on this episode in spring summer of Chief Wellbeing Officer. We've got two more to go after this. Uh, until then, keep well, enjoy this one. Bye for now. Ciao. Hi, Potri. Welcome to Chief Wellbeing Officer. Where are you today and what are you working on? Hi, Stephen. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. I am now in Paris, and it's very sunny Paris, actually. And, well, I'm working on uh, my topics of culture, engagement, and diversity inclusions. Great. Yeah, important themes, and uh, even on a personal level, I think, as well. I mean, how, how have the COVID years been for you? Uh, have you found them difficult personally and professionally? What, what's a couple of things that have happened to you the past couple of years? Yeah, and I mean, this past couple of years have been, I believe, have been very difficult for many people, and including myself. I mean, in in Paris, um, I mean, the lockdowns are pretty strict. Um, there were times when we cannot, we couldn't leave um, our house for more than one kilometers for not more than one hour. So, uh, but um, I guess that. 
what have we learned from COVID, right? So there's a lot of things that we learned. First is that um, the bonding with the family, it's becoming stronger and um, and I think becoming more important as well. And the, the gap or the, the balance or the, the difference between work and life, personal life has been quite blurred because everybody works, many people work from home and home becomes also your office and also the place of live, uh, the place of living. So there's a, and on the other hand, also there are quite a lot of changes on how people are doing their life, uh, their work life. Meaning that, uh, for example, it, when people are doing remote working, um, you often see also their family members uh, running around at the back, or uh, some people are playing with their babies uh, during the calls. So there are a lot of changes in our life, and for me, it's uh, it's also the same. Um, and me and my husband, we don't have we don't have children. Uh, but of course, my husband also work from home, so we have to really separate the the rooms uh, where I work and he, where he can work, so we don't shout at, at each other when we have had have calls. Um, and and I think also in terms of um, in terms of how we maintain our well being that uh, we can go outside, even not outside outside uh, during the lockdowns, but outside the 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 apartment at least. Um, and also, um, we actually do a lot of home sports like yoga or, you know, just following practices uh, from YouTube. So this is also something that uh, new new practices or new routines that, that we adopt during the COVID times. Yeah, I think we've had quite a few things in, in common, even just, you know, the restrictions that you experienced in Paris, I think in Barcelona here were quite similar and the fact that we were both expatriates, that, you know, family members, I'm sure, that maybe you worried about back in, in Indonesia, and then the same for me in, yeah. in, in Scotland, you know. A lot of these things that you talk about, of course, happened to many of us on a personal level, and I'm sure that it maybe impacted some of your professional focus as well. Can you tell us a little bit about your, your current focus in Danone and some of your challenges that you're currently facing? Yeah, so um, I, I, I've just resumed a new role, so just the last three months. So I've been doing diversity and inclusion for six years. And then on top of diversity and inclusion, I have resumed also the role of culture and engagement. Um, so I think also uh, in Danone, uh, our focus would be, so for example, um, we have been focusing on, on gender balance, uh, in the past six years, and and COVID times have been also super challenging for for, for many women, and um, so before COVID we have implemented the gender neutral parental policy, and I think that was really really helpful uh, even during COVID, and during COVID we 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 have uh, many like um, different policies around the world who, which. Really support women and families but also men and families uh, in terms of health in terms of uh, flexibility uh, to make sure that um, they can really still continue 
uh, also being parents at home uh, at the same time. Um, so and and in the mean uh, in the meantime, at, at the moment, uh, the focus would be um, just to continue what we have been doing really on on the gender topics and also focusing on how we want to um, uh, in, uh, push inclusive leadership. And inclusive leadership means that uh, how you can engage with your teams and to create a truly inclusive environment where everybody can feel that they can speak up and they can uh, say that uh, their opinions or different thoughts, different ideas. Um, and during the, the COVID times, it was, uh, I, I, I can say that it was quite accelerated because it is much needed because uh, people need those kind of leaders who can connect on a personal basis and who can engage with them on a personal basis to who can really, uh, who really cares about them, not only uh, at the professional basis, but also personally um, and leaders who can really also, even with the remote types of working can still engage them and make them feel belong uh, to, to the company, which is quite challenging because you are not in the same physical space. You are everywhere in the world or everywhere in, in Paris, uh, but you need to still uh, build that sense of belonging. And this is the, the, the real challenge that we had during COVID. But uh, I think this has accelerated the, the needs of inclusive leadership. So this is what we have been uh, working on um, how we want to help our leaders uh, to be inclusive leaders, uh, give them uh, tangible tips and on how to do it on a, um, on, on a daily basis uh, with their teams. Um, and in terms of culture and engagement, this is also something that because a lot of things are, now we are coming back slowly uh, around the world to, to the office. And, um, and we need to also, how we can better engage people uh, because some people actually, uh, they, they prefer to work from home than going back to the office, for example. So this, this dynamic will continue uh, even after, after COVID. So uh, how we can uh, really help our leaders to, uh, to engage and to make it part of our daily culture that um, inclusive workplace is, is the way to go. Yeah. No, interesting. Um, you know, from your, that, that, Focus on DNI to to broader notions of of culture and engagement, and even some of those comments and reflections on leadership. That was probably the main focus area for my own work in in well being during the pandemic was working with leaders in in actually bringing them through and learning a, a type of new skill set to be more inclusive leaders to be able to you know, lead authentically and empathetically at distance as well. So there was many challenges there because we've never learned how to do that. You know, my own interest in well-being has, has broadened over the years and it very much does look at how do we create cultures of well-being and get leaders to act as role models to help create that culture. So even though well-being isn't part of your job description, let's say, but you're looking at culture, engagement, you mentioned some of those things like belonging and psychological safety, you know, where for you does well-being fit in, if anywhere, um, in your role and in general within Danone? Yes, 
I think um, to be an inclusive company, I think well-being is a definite element of inclusive leadership. And uh, I mean, in my in my role, there's another person in 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 in, in the teams, in the global HR teams, that is working on specifically on well-being. Um, so, but of course, we are working closely with uh, with this person, um, and in a way that um, how the program also is connected with each other. So uh, to make sure that people understand what well-being is about, what does it mean? Uh, because it can mean different things in different countries. Uh, well-being be resonated very um, easily in Europe, for example, but in Asia, for example, what does it mean? Uh, because even the countries are not really giving um, a lot of holidays, for example, uh, I remember when I was in Indonesia, I, I have like only 12 days um, holidays in a year. Yeah. And now I have <laughs> I have a lot, like I cannot even spend it <laughs> in a year in France. So you can imagine that uh, the, the, the meaning of well-being can, can also mean different things. Um, so working a lot also together with, uh, with, the, with this person um, on translating that into into DNI, what does it mean as inclusive leader? Uh, what is their role in terms of making sure that uh, the, the people feel that they they are being managed or maintained uh, in terms of well-being, in terms of their well-being, so they feel they can still belong to to the team or to the company. Yeah, is there any specific examples that you can give um, in terms of DNI policy or inclusive leadership? or even training that you're giving some of the leaders, even your approach to hybrid working right now uh, for people if, in Europe and around the world, even one or two examples of things that you're doing, that, that would be great to hear. Yeah, for example, um, so the, 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 the parental leave is, is, is one example. Uh, so this is also part of, of, of well-being. And uh, we also have the flexibility policy, and which is also part of well-being. And and this is also look at being looked at from the inclusive uh, inclusion point of view. Because if we want to include people from different backgrounds, then you need to look at the different situation people are in, and therefore the flexibility scheme is uh, is super relevant. So those are where 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 well-being and diversity and inclusion are uh, coming together. Um, and other examples are, um, well, in, in, in the factories, for example, uh, we have, for example, in, 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 we want to improve gender balance in, uh, in the shop floor levels. And to do that, we have to do a, a different job designs. So, um, and, for example, in, in Mexico, we created a specific line for women to be able to operate the, the line, the production line. Uh, so in terms of ergonomic, so that is being adjusted. Uh, so and then technologically as well, it's being adjusted so that women can uh, can work in this line. So that's also uh, where well-being and inclusion comes together. So job design is, an, is another example of that. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. You know, coming back to your comments on what does well-being mean in different countries, absolutely, that, that's so important. Um, 
and 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 even some of the kind of commentary online in the past several months that you know we can touch the kind of the 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 outer issues of well-being but if we don't confront some of the core issues for example like workload or holidays or things like this then you're not going to get very far in in you know maturing well-being and even if i think back to when we first met right um which was 2011 on this um high potential program in in asia pacific and a lot of the content that I was teaching on well-being had this performance view. If you remember, it was the SEP program, and uh, so we we talked about you know sleep and uh, movement and all of these different things. But subsequently, a lot of my own work and understanding of well-being has come into issues including purpose, belonging, psychological safety, and a lot of these issues that you now have in your role you've looked at in DNI and I'm sure you're going to have a lot in going forward with culture and engagement it generally speaking in in terms of making well-being more strategic and and that can mean different things but are you seeing an evolution of taking well-being more seriously whether that is in Danone because of the pandemic or working with other clients or suppliers what you know what are some of the things that you're seeing yeah definitely Definitely, it become uh, more and more important after COVID. And in Danone itself, now we have uh, specific um, positions. Uh, before, it, it was combined with safety, for example. Um, so now we have a specific position on, on, on well-being, for example. Um, and also in other companies, I see that there are increasing amounts of also well-being uh, positions are being created um, at the senior level. To, this is, I think, because of COVID, we realized, companies realized that uh, there is no way that we don't take care of this topic seriously. So, and I think it's, we are going to the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what are some of the focus areas? Is it mental health specifically that is being addressed, even if that's something that your colleague does or... Is it another area of well-being? Is it, you know, is it on the leadership level? Is there, is there anything there that is a focus for you in Danone? Um, I think, um, well, in in Danone, it's 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 both mental health and also uh, the overall well-being in terms of you know, like because we are in a, we are a nutrition company, so yeah. we want to make sure that um, nutrition plays a big part of well-being uh, of a person so uh, so it's not only uh, about physical well-being so physical well-being from the nutrition uh, but also the, the mental well-being as well so this the mental well-being is more on the part where we have different policies like I mentioned before some examples uh, we get that, that can support the, the employees well-being so yeah. the, it's, it's it's both physical and mental well-being. Yes, because I think Danone, they refocused in the last couple of years regarding the, the top-level mission, right? So it was like greater health through food. It was it was simplified and they were, you, you doubled down on, on that mission, which is interesting and it shows that real connection with well-being as well. Now, that's great. You know, coming to, to the end of our, our d- discussion, and thanks so much for your reflections and your time today, Podri. If there's one thing, in your opinion, that we need, you know, 
coming out of the pandemic and hopefully the, the restrictions are lessening, we're coming back to a more new normal world. Um, what do you think we need more more than anything else? I think that if there's one thing, it's going to be how we, how it's, it's the relationship with others. So uh, um, I think it, it, it is so important that we, as a human being, we really uh, take care of this relationship. And this is, this applies uh, in your personal life, um, but also in your professional life. So, and and this relationship needs to be just, I think there's an evolution on expectations, especially at the, at the working life. Uh, where if you are a leader, then your teams will be expecting you to be a different leader than you are three years ago. So um, I think that if there is one thing that we as, a, as an individual, we need to um, relook at how we build these relationships around us uh, and in our personal life, but also at the, at the working life, um, that it needs to be uh, really more in an authentic way and um, nourishing each other and uh, and I think in that way we can we can build a more sustainable um, relationship and also sustainable um, results or whatever that we want to achieve from these relationships so this is uh, what I think I take from from this uh, COVID situation. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think that's so insightful. Um, and I think we get so much from that. If we reset our relationships, then that will address a lot of the issues that have came out of the pandemic and a, and a lack of well-being and anxiety or, you know, poor mental health, whatever it is. You know, we get comfort from relationships and we get belonging from relationships, right? So I think that's really insightful. Thanks for your time today, Potri. Just to finish, as I finish with the other episodes and wearing my Desert Island Discs hat, um, do you have a, a special song from your life and or career? And if you can share that song, please, if you have one, and, and why is it special? Yeah, I've been thinking of, about these questions, and I think I really like uh, the song from Michael Jackson, and it's We Are The World. And I think it's very meaningful that it shows that there is nothing, nobody, no, nothing or nobody else will will change except ourselves because the world is us. So we said we are the world, we are the children. So and then the the there is also we are the ones. Good bright day. Uh, so let's start giving. So this is I think this is very meaningful um, in terms of. Uh, you know, how we see ourselves in, in the role of making the world a better place. Great. Thanks so much for your time today, Putri, and looking forward to talking to you again soon. All the best. Same to you. Thank you so much, Steve. Ciao.